I'm Abby Schneiderman. This is In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast. And I'm Gene Newman. And today we're going to talk about realistic tips about passwords and digital accounts. Because doesn't it seem like Abby, we mentioned this, we pepper this into almost every conversation we have about how passwords and and uh, the accounts you have and keeping everything organized. But it seems like we've never actually talked about like creating passwords and being specific only around passwords and digital security. Well, I mean, I don't know why, why we need to do that. I just do one, two, three, four, five for every single password. <laughs> you are, and that starts us off perfect <laughs> because everyone should do that. Or you could do five, four, three, two, one, zero. If you're really, really uh, want security. Because most people, we always get nervous when you see hacks. It seems like we've gotten so, we've gotten numb to companies exposing and saying, we got hacked and 300 million emails are at stake, or we got hacked and all this personal information, or some of it's personal and some of it isn't. And it makes you wonder, okay, as security gets better or it gets worse, or the techniques get a little more complicated, what are the steps someone can take? to create and keep their passwords safe. Well, it's it's really important that that you keep your passwords safe and that you have s- different passwords on every different site that you yes. use. Obviously, we talk about this all the time using password managers is the way to go. I don't know if you remember the latest average number of online accounts that a person has in the US. It's usually over two. It's over 200 at this point, like on average, because years ago, remember, Abby, it used to be like people have like 50 and then it went up 120. And now it's it's probably well over 200 of different logins and accounts that you need to log into in some way. Right. 200 different accounts that people have online, everything from shopping to bank accounts, social media accounts, email accounts, I mean, my Amazon (laughs) account. Everything. I mean, everything is password protected in some way. And I think we're a little out of it because for us, we've been using a password manager for so long that we, you don't even think about it. You're just like, okay, I, oh, I'm shopping on this site for the first time. Okay. I'll just create an account because it takes me five seconds and it just adds my information and create it, generate a secure password. It's added to the manager. I don't even realize that there are sites that I have passwords for because I don't manage it day to day. Like I used to where I'd have, I used to have the document where it would have like every account I had. And a lot of times, even with certain sites, you'll have multiple accounts on those same sites. You could have multiple Google accounts. A lot of people do. You could have multiple Apple or Microsoft accounts because you have personal, you have work. So those add up over time and you don't want to really have to think about creating the passwords. But there are usually two passwords that you do have to create and codes, usually to unlock your phone because you can't really use a password manager for that and to unlock your computer or your tablet. Well, so I would say then there's three because you have your phone, you have your computer password, and then you have the master password for your password manager. You have to remember that. And other than that, you should be keeping every every other password in a password manager and using a password manager to create different passwords automatically. That's the best thing about it. They create the, they create um, new passwords for every single account that you use. And all you have to remember is your master password and it fills everything in for you to log you into every site. Yeah. And we, we, we did a story years ago that's still 
pretty relevant about like the realistic t- tips to keep your password. And if people don't want to, let's say you're not ready to do the password manager, then the passwords you create have to be unique. They have to be different. They shouldn't be your name. They shouldn't be your birthday. They shouldn't be your kid's name. They shouldn't be anything that could be guessed that way. But also a lot of times it becomes phrases are the way that are more difficult to crack than words. It used to be, and we even have in our thing, you could put in like, instead of a, a, an O, you put a zero. Instead of, uh, you know, an E, you put a three. You could do that. But when people are cracking these, it's not someone sitting there trying to guess your password like in a movie. It's an algorithm that can run like a thousand variations every second. So you have to think how long would it have to run for it to guess your password? So usually it's putting random words together or words that normally people wouldn't think of together that could be the goal to having some kind of phrase. And a phrase is easier to remember than a word. It's that simple. Usually you remember phrases, especially if it's weird, if it's an inside joke, something people wouldn't guess because you want to beat the algorithms, not so much other hackers that are trying to just get into your system. Right. And then, of course, you should, in addition to creating secure passwords, um, you should also do two-step verification. Do you use two-step verification, Gene? Yes. I, I use it for the most important accounts. And some accounts, it, it forced you to use it. And it's gotten so much better because I remember when it first started, you'd have to log into Google and every single time you'd have to have your phone and do that. And it's not like that anymore. So if people had used it years ago and they haven't since almost every bank, when you log into a new computer, uh, every time Uber or those things, almost every time you're logged out, you have to do the step. And that's when it sends a code to your phone and you just type the code in. You could go a step further and we use this for security, which is an authenticator app that's becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, Google has it, LastPass has it, Microsoft has it, a bunch of them are out there where it's these codes that generate every 30 seconds and you put the code in And that way you could log in and it means you have to have your phone. That's the one issue sometimes I have, Abby, which is if I'm not around my phone at all times and I need to log in, I just, you know, I'm lazy. I don't want to get up and walk across the room and get my phone. So, you know, at times you could be, you know, you you have to just have your phone near you. And if your phone gets compromised, then resetting it could be a little difficult, but it's not impossible. It used to be very difficult. Now you could get it set up pretty easily. And side note, if you get a new phone and you do have one of the authenticator apps installed on your phone, you need to make sure to export your authenticator um, codes to the new phone before you, for example, send back your smashed phone to AT&T because uh, otherwise you won't be able to easily retrieve um, the codes on your authenticator app. Yes, that's very true because a lot of times people transfer things over, but they won't do that. They'll transfer their text, photos, everything else. But in, especially with iPhones, that happens. You want to do that in advance. So if you get if you get impulsive and you're like, I just want to get a new phone right now, just make sure and you're using an authenticator app. Are you as organized as you want to be? 86% of people feel less stressed when they feel organized. We're not statisticians, but that sounds like a really high percentage. Whether you're an organizational newbie or completely type A, like Abby, Everplans helps you put everything you'll ever need in one secure, easily accessible place. Download the free iOS app today or visit everplans.com to learn more.
when it comes to your master password, the one thing I know is people like remember that. But what if you forget that? That's where having a backup, having there's when you do when you create an account on one of these password managers, you could then use your two factor. You could use Authenticator and you could also have backup codes that you could use as like backdoor into your system that you want to keep safe somewhere so you don't get locked out. Because once you do get locked out for good of a password manager, they will not let you back in. Like right. that's the whole purpose. Well, yeah. I mean, I obviously I use Everplans to keep yes. track of my of my master password. So I don't use Everplans to I don't put all of my different individual passwords in Everplans. I use a password manager for that. But what I use Everplans for is I put my master password to my password manager in Everplans. And I have also made that password available for um, to to my spouse, just in the event that, you know, he, he needed emergency access, he would be able to get access to everything just there. Yeah. And for me, I leave a clue in my Everplan as to where my master password is, which leads you to another clue, to another clue, and then someone can find it because I'm very paranoid. But I know that at times someone might need to access this, but for them to do it, they would have to go through such a gauntlet and only the people that I trust would go through that gauntlet to do it. Uh, so you make sure that it's somewhere and along with other codes that are important, it's a lot like... You know, I watched all those old like war and sub movies where it's like we have the codes and someone has to crack plastic and they have to put two keys in at the same time. So I like that idea of having it somewhere, knowing that for someone to actually access it, and even if they found it, they wouldn't even know what it is. But someone who would know because I've gave, given them instructions in that way. And another good thing about a password manager and with Everplans is leaving details as to what you want done with that account. Because once they gain access to it, and we, if you ask me, if I had to figure out a person's life, I'd say, okay, what are the main accounts you use? And that's all I'd need. And from there, you'd be able to figure out pretty much everything about them. And for me, we would do it for, for the benefit of the person. But you have to think of when people want to do identity theft, when they want to do fraud, they're doing it solely to hurt you. And that's why you do have to have that protection. The same way you put a lock on your door and people put cameras up around their property. You want to make sure that it is protected, but it also doesn't keep you or the people you care about out. And that's that's the balance that you have to have. Paranoia is good, but you also don't want to, when you share a password, the coolest thing, Abby, I'll tell you about the password manager that I use very frequently, being able to share a password with someone without them seeing the password, but they could still log in. Or they could see the password because I trust them if I'm sharing it with them. But you could do that through a password manager. And that's a huge benefit because otherwise it becomes, Abby, hey, what's the login for that? And you text back and right there, password exposed in a text. And Anyone. It, it, yeah, it's it's super important. And I've gotten my parents using password managers. Um, I, I've told this story before, but I remember a few years ago, I, I was having this conversation with my dad and said, you know, how, if I needed to get access to your computer in an emergency, how would I get access? He's, oh, the, the password is just, um, right in my desk drawer written on a sticky note. And I said, okay. I mean, already that was a little suspect, but I was like, okay. So, so let's Milton. Go, I was like, so let's go look at that. Let's go take a look at the, at the, the sticky note. So we, we go in, there's no sticky note. I was like, dad, where's the sticky note? He's like, oh, it's not in the desk drawer. It's, um, you have to, uh, it's hidden under the desk 
underneath. So we, so we go in, we finally, I find the hidden sticky note that's like underneath the entire desk, which I had to like get under the desk to find. So then I was like, okay, well, here it is. Maybe we would have found that in an emergency. Okay, maybe. And so then we put in the password and it's wrong. (laughs) Oh, you're right. I changed that password. Um, gosh, what is it? What is it? We have to go through a whole to do have to, you know, do a reset. It was, it was ridiculous. So case in point, um, it is now he's now on password managers. He can't live without them. Neither can I. And so, um, you you never know when you're going to be, you know, needing access to something really quickly and you, and passwords change, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you change your passwords. The beauty of another beauty of a password manager is that if passwords need to change, they just automatically uh, get updated and, it is so seamless. And I know as technology changes where people are using facial ID, they're using all these other technologies. Some are having like even zero login where it just verifies and puts a code on your phone, those types of things. Uh, everything does come down to a code because it's it's like no matter what, your phone, you get locked out, your fingerprint doesn't work, your face doesn't work, your computer has fingerprint, doesn't work. You're going to have to type in some kind of password or some kind of code. So it has to be somewhere. That's just the fail safe last resort for things, despite all the convenience. I know people save them on their browsers. They save them on their phones. But a lot of times you might not save them all. And it could be an outdated password. And Abby, to finally bring that up, if you change a password, like a master password, the unlock code to your phone, make sure you update it wherever you keep any of your passwords. Because that's the most frustrating thing, saying you think you won. I found the password. I can get in. And you go to log in and you can't. And after that, once you get locked out, there is a certain point where getting back in is virtually impossible. And you don't want all this stuff going to waste and all this stuff being inaccessible just because you didn't update the sticky note. 100%. Milton did. 100%. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Go out, sign up for a password manager, get your parents on a password manager. You will feel so good. Yes. And thanks so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, stories like Abby had, and I'm sure there are people that have them about their parents and passwords, send them to podcast at everplans.com and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.